Dane and Derek is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. You can find content warnings in the episode description. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Dane and Derek. And this week, we are back talking about Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Derek. I'm a writer, director, and all the times D and D player. And I'm Hi. here with Dane. <laughs> yep. Hello. Um, I I am still me. I'm still Dane. Uh, tonight is the night of us recording. Uh, not far out from my finals so these episodes are abridged the audio quality on my end is not going to be great you can probably hear footsteps above me at this second um and that is indicative of my mental state right now but i am oh um, god oh yes um (laughs) we didn't do this last year (laughs) no last year we spread it out better um that's okay um because I am happy to be here with you um, and happy to be uh, singing the praises of the fighter class. Yeah. Um, in D&D. Um, so I'm going to say a quick thing about mm-hmm. the fighter and then I'm mostly going to toss it to you because you are a big fighter player, uh, which I am not. Yeah. Um, so the fighter... For those of you who may not know, um, is more or less one of the OG starting classes. Like, it's more or less been with the game since its inception. Um, you know, I think it was used to be called like the Fighting Man or something, um, very silly like that. Uh, but it, it, you know, all of the other classes you think of coming that are like really quite beloved. You know, um, Barbarian, Paladin. Uh, and ranger at the very least i believe monk might also be um were originally sort of more subclasses for fighter than anything else um and so fighter is considered pretty basic in terms of classes um it's considered sort of like the newbie class um and for uh i think a lot of experienced and longtime players consider it very boring um, and, uh, that's, uh, that's part of the reason I want to kind of sing its praises. It does have the sort of, um, I would say dubious in, in terms of value recognition and, you know, like 5e is probably being the potential for the highest damage dealing class in the game. So that aside, it does not get the love I think it deserves. Um, but Derek, you defy all these things I'm talking about. You are a lover of fighters. You are a, um, you are a fighting man. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're also a longtime player. Like the, the game, uh, that part of the game does not bore you. Um, yeah. so yeah, talk about, talk about your love of fighters. So I'll put it this way. There are three things I think about when I think about fighters, <clears throat> It is that the first class I ever played in D&D was a fighter. Um, the fact that fighter is perhaps a lot of people would call it a basic class, like you had mentioned. Uh, but 
sometimes having simplicity and not having to think about the rules or look at the book so much is nice. And that's a big reason why I enjoy playing fighters. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is that most of the campaigns that I've actually finished and most of the characters that I actually really uh, remember uh, as like being beloved were not fighters. <laughs> That's kind of true, isn't it? Yeah, I have had a lot of rangers, a lot of I have, I've had I've had a ranger, a wizard. Um, it's perhaps my my two most beloved characters. Mm-hmm. Um, not a not a fighter yet. Uh, so, yeah, I think for me, playing the fighter, it's usually a class that, I don't know, like, everyone always talks about how, like, the cleric is the class that nobody wants to play. Yeah. But I found that to not be true with 5th edition. Cleric's like, good in 5th edition. Yeah, everyone wants to be a caster in 5th edition. And I think, like, with, like, Adventure, t- uh, not Adventure Time, Adventure Zone and, like, Critical Role, clerics are, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're not just like a priest character that heals you, you know, they're, they're, they're more than that, right? Like Thor is a type of cleric in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. Like if you want to be a lightning caster in 5e, do not look to the sorcerer or the wizard or the warlock. You need to go play a tempest cleric without a doubt. Yeah. And so I think like what ends up being the situation is when I roll up to play D and D, everyone else is a caster. Mm hmm. Uh, there's usually a cleric, a wizard, a sorcerer, and a warlock in the party, and so I guess I'll play the fighter. Um, I've only had one fighter as of recent who was perhaps my uh, a beloved character of mine, now that mm-hmm. I think about it, um, and that was a similar situation where I think we had like, there were nine people in the party, and I huh. think seven or six of them were casters. Um. And everybody else eventually multi-classed away from their like stock martial class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is, I think, a testament to how powerful casters are um, and to sort of like tactical nature of the game that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I love about the fighter is just it's simple to get into the game with. You know, you know you can withstand a lot of damage. You know you can kick ass. And you know that you can, um, you have access to a lot of things. Fighters get extra feats. They get all access to all the weapons early on. Um, Not that that really matters, but it kind of does. And then on top of that, it's sort of a nice like blank class that you can kind of multi-class out of. Or like if you pick a non-champion fighter, um, you can really have some interesting customization there. Um, And then I think the other thing is like, I really, I think if I was more into the idea of like the paladin and like the oaths and the like, like um, religious aspects of the paladin character, I would play paladins more. Mm-hmm. But because that's kind of difficult and sometimes you can play with a DM that's like very, very like rules lawyery about that stuff. And then like, yeah. You lose all your powers at first level or something. Yeah. Um, I think the fighter ends up being a safe bet for me to, in order to play a character that can kind of do a little bit of everything, but still be tough. Um, and yeah, I think I just really enjoy it. And I think perhaps it comes from like when I play D and D, like the power fantasy I want is to be a cool character with a big sword that can like protect everybody mm-hmm. and like 
um, because perhaps in real life, I kid myself more to like, I think if I were to be in the world of d and wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily be a fighter. I'd probably be like a, like a wizard or a bard or something, you know, like I wouldn't be a fighter. And I think that's perhaps like truly where I feel it's more of a fantasy experience for me by playing a character that is like that, who's eight totally. feet tall with a two-handed sword, <laughs> dual wielding two two-handed swords. Like, I don't know, it's... Um, it's it's interesting to me. Um, funny enough, my first D and D character and my most recent D and D character, both fighters, both dragon adjacent characters, um, as in like half dragon or dragon born, uh, both made it past level ten, uh, and um, yeah, both used two handed swords, um. <laughs> Isn't that the way? Isn't that the way? Um, isn't that the way? Yeah. But I think about like how the fighter just is a really resilient class, especially early on in levels one through three. Um, it is. It is. And, you know, as I was kind of like thinking about while you, while you were mentioning like memorable characters and whatnot um, and how they weren't a lot of fighters, I was thinking about like, what are my memorable characters? I spend way more time being the game master than the player. So they're fewer and further between. Um, and pe- people know me. Uh, I-, I tend to baseline towards a caster, usually wizard or warlock, if we're being honest. Um, however, I was thinking about it and I was like, a lot of the characters I've really loved in like recent years playing, uh, the the long and short of it is they've all been in not D&D, um they've either been in dungeon world or the dragon age uh tabletop game um Mm. and in every single instance i played a big person with a fighting weapon of some kind uh straight up the warrior in dragon age uh a very like herculean style fighter thing for Mm -hmm. dungeon world and a um and a more witchery style fighting person and a paladin so everybody's just i've got a sword has been basically been the vibe or i've got a big axe um and i've loved those and i was like why do i always like that and i always find myself having a lot of room with that and i think it has a lot to do with what you're talking about with casters there is this huge chunk of your brain that's sort of stuck casting it's one of the reasons i actually really like warlock is warlock is secretly a magic fighter um uh and um but uh yeah i'm sorry eldritch uh, eldritch blast slash hexblade is probably what eldritch knight should have been anyways i digress yes Um, yes the, the long and short of it is you're right when you're casting like full caster, full on wizard, you are a huge chunk of your mental load is going towards that part of the game. It's a huge, another set of mechanics. That's why it's really fun. Mm -hmm. And I think it's why I often lean towards it, especially in games that I'm suspicious or based on the odds probably won't go that far. And so like, there's not going to be a ton of time to get super goddamn invested (laughs) in the character. And so I'm like, well, I'd like to have a fun time at the table, and so I'd like to play with all the tools at the table. Thank you, um, since that's where I think the most of this joy is going to be. Mm. Um, and so, some ways, I actually treat it more like a game of Magic: The Gathering, or like 
a more like a war game or a, a tabletop game. Um, anyways, uh, the, so the, there's the, but the magic of like a more martial character with a lot more simplicity is like you said, it's a big blank canvas, you know, um, like big guy with sword is so many things. That's so many characters. Yeah, um, exactly. Cause I think like, I, I, I feel like when you, when you are such a blank canvas, you can kind of fit the role of whatever the party needs. Like if you need to be the comic relief or the strategist or, you know, the shield, right. The big guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like you can kind of fulfill any role. Whereas like, I find it hard when I roll up and I'm like, yeah, I'm a wizard, but like I'm the wizard that failed out of wizard school. So I'm like really bad at magic. Like people <laughs> aren't very forgiving to that type of character. Usually I found no, but they're but much they're... more forgiving of like a highly intelligent fighter or a fighter. That's not so intelligent. It isn't a strategist, right? Like yep. the fighter can be so many more things character wise than perhaps some of the other classes. Yeah, I I think the one thing one thing to love about it is that mechanically, your fighter's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Don't play the banneret, otherwise you're going to have a good fighter. Um, and so you don't have to worry about the mechanics. You you, you play a fighter, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine in in the game part of the game, and then you can just you can move on to just playing your character and thinking up what kind of vibe you want to be, and you can be ranged. You can have a little bit of magic. You can do like pure champion nonsense right you can like you can do all of it whereas even some of the other martial classes require like kind of box you in at least a little right yeah if you're gonna play a rogue well you gotta be kind of you gotta be the person who's willing to take the cheap shot mm-hmm. no matter what even if you're like a really good person you still gotta be willing to be like yeah but in a fight i'm still gonna throw sand in your face and stab you yeah. you know like you have to be that person if you're a barbarian even the most like peaceful, like against the grain barbarian you uh, barbarians out there I've ever played with. Yeah, man, you still gotta you still gotta rage somehow. Yeah. Right? Like you gotta get like worked up. It could be like passion or all of these things. I've seen it done a thousand ways, but like you still gotta do that. You know, like fighter can be the raging warrior, or they can be the like cool is like ice samurai right like they're just everything and so like you don't you're not focused there and i think that's often really cool and i think that's why there's a a lot of it's uh, it's why i'm often very impressed by like the wizard player who then comes in and is like and now i'm also this wonderful character i find often that my casters get lost amongst their class Mm. um yeah recently my fiance gracie uh pulled it off with a wizard like a straight up divination wizard um so impressed with her love that character interestingly uh that character wound up with a party member like in a romantic sense with a fighter um (laughs) and that fighter ended up getting to be the heart of that party Mm. though because you know their player all they had to do was play the character and then into combat then they did the thing so i think that's like super cool and super underrated um except for people who are like hyper min maxers who are like 
all right, here's what you got to do. You got to play a fighter and you got to take crossbow expert and sharpshooter and you're going to dual wield hand cross, like, you know, like that person, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's like, oh my God, um, please calm down a little, um, <laughs> just a little. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, I, I think, I think there's a lot more to it than is on the page. Um, mm-hmm. but I think this, uh, one of the things that's really hard about it is that, for people who need a little something to work with, fighter can be really tough because it doesn't give you a lot to work with either. Yeah. That's just, just straight out of the box. That is right. Yeah. I think like, and I think that's, that's the thing, right? Like fighter, it's difficult because, you know, unless you want to get into like battle master stuff or like pull in some like Eldritch Knight or some other subclass, you know, champion is probably what you're probably going to take or it, it, it there just isn't there it, it's it's growth really fizzles out very quickly like mm-hmm. past level eight like it starts to become the same thing um, yeah and like so, yeah oh mm-hmm. I, I as we're kind of winding down here uh because we got to keep these episodes short because i'm losing my mind um <laughs> <laughs> i do want to i do want to add i think I think one thing that is true about the fighter is unlike say the wizard at high levels, the fighter doesn't feel that awesome anymore. Yeah. Um, especially in D and D proper. And I think the reason behind that is at high levels, wizards are like, I cast fucking wish. And now the world's different. And the fighters like I attack three times in a turn. You know, like that's yeah, like they're, yeah. they're just not the same. Casters get to a point where they start like fucking with reality, and you know, it's to use like a Marvel reference. It's like putting it's like Doctor Strange and Captain America. Captain yeah. America is like the best fighter that's ever been, but, but still, but still, like you could shoot him with a gun enough times and he'd die. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, yeah. yeah, as opposed to like Doctor Strange, who's like. We're going dimension hopping and I'm going to make a bunch of illusions and I'm going to warp everything. You won't know where I am and I'm an illusion. I'm also a zombie with seven arms, right? right like, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's just a different vibe entirely. Um, and you were talking about how at your tables, you're running into a lot of people who want to play casters. I want to play caster. I want to play caster. I'm finding at my table, I'm hearing a lot of people being like, I don't want to play caster. Um, Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot of people who are not interested in doing that. Um, however, at my table for this foreseeable future in five E, I level cap at eight. Interestingly, huh? Makes a different vibe. Yeah, sure. I mean, fighters are still like up until like in this most recent game I played, and up until we were even beyond like level nine, my character was still like the most powerful character. Like physically in the game mm-hmm. um like unless like someone like you know like like wizarded something away like there was a good chance i could fight and kill it um yep. and we would do this like sparring match stuff and like my character would pummeled a bunch of the other players and i think it was like an example of like the fighter has its place um and i think like the fighter evokes a sense of adventure that I think like if um you know like if the campaign is not built 
to evoke that that similar sense of adventure it can be um underwhelming yeah it can be underwhelming and i think unlike cleric and wizard who have changed with the times i think fighter and to maybe even a greater extent the rogue sometimes to me feel like relics of a bygone age of D specifically yeah um from an era in which level one wizards got a spell mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um an era of way lo- much such lower power um and i think that that's i think that's a uh, a, a a version of the game worth exploring but it's not the gay version of the game most people play anymore Though I would personally recommend level capping at eight. It feels fucking great. Just saying. Anyways, we got a wrap. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> folks, yeah. Maybe one of these days we'll have more thoughts on other classes. I think the last time we did this, we talked about the wizard. and We did. Maybe next time we'll talk about the rogue or the cleric. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should talk about the rogue or the cleric next. We should hit yeah. the hit the OG four. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should. Um, and I just want to say, interestingly, uh, you and I basically have never gotten to play D anD D as players together, except for one time in my memory, really. Um, yes, one time. It's only been once. You played a wizard. I played a fighter. I fucking have such good memories of that game. Yeah, and it's funny. My wizard character dual classed with rogue. Um, yep. And was super weird. Yeah, super weird. I was I played straight fighter. I, th- I think I played champion fighter. Even. Yes, I think you did too. Yeah, or yeah, and I remember it was funny. Like that was a, and then Will was a cleric. Um, so mm-hmm. it was a real OG game. Yes, uh, it was. Yeah, that was a good super time. Super good. Super good. Okay, well, folks, as usual, you can follow the show everywhere at Dane and Derek. Uh, we don't really tweet or Instagram really, but. We don't uh, tweet anymore anyways. We can't do it. We X now. Yeah, we X, yeah. we. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you have thoughts, you can leave us a comment on YouTube or Instagram us, and we'll take a look eventually. Uh, mm-hmm. oh God, it's been ages since I've logged in and checked our social media. I don't um, think I've ever done it. I only yeah. follow. Man, <laughs> If you want, Dane, <laughs> you could respond to all the fan mail. <laughs> Not that we get any uh, fan mail, which I don't even know where you'd mail it to. Anyway, point being, you can follow the show everywhere. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I am Derek, one of the co-hosts. Uh, you can find my work on my website, benigfilms.com. And Dane, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I have a website, uh, danewrites.com. Uh, it's super out of date, but it's there. Um, I'm also, I guess, on Instagram. That's also pretty out of date, but it's there. Um, I'm Dane. I am a co-host, uh, ostensibly, but really, I'm just um, uh, a collection of, of of law knowledge bound together in my mortal coil skin suit uh, <laughs> by stress. Oh, so, goodness. Um, here we are. Here we are. Uh, cool, everybody. We'll see you next <laughs> week. Uh, we got, uh, I think... Four more of these to go, <laughs> or three more, three more, three more to more, go, no. three this more to go. One of we're doing. We're. I'm going to be living like th- like. Here's what's going to happen, folks. I'm going to be this insane for the next two episodes after this, and then we'll see if I'm still alive in the last one, or if Derek <laughs> played a cleric, 
or a wizard and is using speak with dead to talk to me we'll find out we'll find out we'll find out all right goodbye everyone goodbye out here on the sand not far from